about that. Hmm. Hmm. Did you? Ooh. <laughs> you know it's yeah. trouble. You know after that it's not like oh congratulations. It's not. Yeah. Oh, this is. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Twenty one percent. Ooh. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, then that's the teaser. Hello, Avalanche fans, and welcome back to the Avs Hockey Podcast. This is your home for almost everything Avalanche, and I'm your host, Jay Veen. In this show, my man and co-host, James Tapley Grayling, and I talk about the seven-game loss to the Kraken. We discuss what next season may hold for the roster, and James solves all the problems with questionable hits and suspensions. Those topics and a whole bunch more as and hockey stuff coming at you in episode number 145 of the Ass Hockey Podcast. Stick around. The AHP is next. Hey, what's going on, Avalanche fans? Welcome back to the Avs Hockey Podcast. He is James Tapelet Graylian. Hello. And I'm Jay Veen. And this is your home for almost everything Avalanche. And. <sighs> yeah. Hi, Jay. <laughs> What's going on, partner? Uh, the, jersey, the jersey lights are on. The, the sun came out, right? You're oh. seeing the sun too? A little bit. All uh, right. All yeah. right. How about, them, how about them Rockies now that we got some time on our hands to not watch hockey? Well, this is this is like when I make the, I don't know. I, I tell people I'm a big hockey fan, but then once the abs are out, I'm just not that excited about watching. I'll watch some of what's going on. Yeah. I follow it for sure, but I'd rather watch. It's baseball now, but. Yeah, most of the most of the seasons that go by when the Avalanche are out, I'm checking out other series. Yeah, obviously less. I'm not watching every night, uh, but yeah, so far this season, I really haven't watched as much. Been a little busy, but still, there's just not been the interest for me in other teams that I had in the Avs. I, I just it was a long season. A lot. A it lot was happened. a really long season. Like, yeah. like what didn't happen? Like everything, everything, everything happened. And just when you thought everything hadn't happened, more happened. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that for sure. Cause then eh, absolutely some weirdness. So but first but we, we, we have important stuff. We, we, we have, have to cover all, jersey numbers. We, we do have oh. jersey numbers, but first it was a hundred episodes that you and I made a little, mm. we made a little show together. It was fun. You didn't. You didn't murder me. I. I pre- thank you for not murdering me. <laughs> you know, I, I. There. There are probably people with very little to no context in what you just said. At, so at all. I'm just going to set this up a little bit back. Thank in you. In the day, uh, 2009. Nine. Uh, Jay was doing the Avs Hockey Podcast, which I don't think was your home for almost everything Avalanche yet. Uh, I don't think I, we. I. I don't think you were saying that until later, until you and I were together. But, um, and I was doing a little podcast called The Rink. 
and I was in I, I was it was when I was touring uh, back when I was touring with Broadway shows and I found Jay and I called him up and I said hey you want to come over and do a podcast with me and by come over what it meant was come over to this kind of creepy extended stay hotel that I'm mm-hmm. staying in uh, that you've never been to before to meet up with somebody who you've never met before and do a podcast uh, and Jay said yeah I'll throw caution to the wind why not and he showed up and I then mm-hmm. hence I didn't murder him and there were and, jerseys yeah, there were jerseys and we had a good time. And then we kind of went our separate ways for a few more episodes. And then we did another one. And then it was like, hey, you want to just keep doing this? You know what we should do? Let's keep doing this. And then, and then uh, we did. So that first one was episode 45. There it is. Yeah. 100 episodes ago. Hmm. Uh, that's not necessarily 100 together quite yet. Yeah, we're like, we'll at, like some math. close to 90. Yeah. Probably just just over 90 total so far. I think we had like two collaborations and then we started full time. What did we say? Like 90 at 56 or 57 or something Somewhere like that. Somewhere right around in there. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably about 90 episodes that you and I have done together now. Uh, but well, I think it's been long enough where we can just say like, and the rest is history. Yeah, just, pretty much. We'll just go with that. Pretty much. So yeah. So happy, had a good time. happy 100th episode kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Jay. I got you this corsage. Mm-hmm. And a gift certificate to Bojo's Pizza. Oh, and what else did I get you? I think that's about it. Did you that's get me a, anything? That's, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> Dang, that, that's awesome. You're leaving somebody. To, and, and I got some. I'd, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. There's no more. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Did you get? Did you get me anything? We'll find out if. Uh, that's how you find out if somebody actually is like thankful for what you got them, not just or, like. If you got them enough, because then it's like, hey, I got you this thing, and I got you this thing, and then... Uh, What'd you get me? Yeah, that was about it. And then you're <laughs> like, what do you mean that was about it? And you're like, what? Two things isn't good enough? And then, you know, friendships then, yeah. are over and all kinds of things. Nothing like good happens after no, that. No, yeah. no, yeah. it all falls apart. Okay. Well, before it falls apart, let's talk about jersey numbers. Okay, but I do think it's funny that you and I like kind of did a collaboration before all this whole social media, hey, want to collab? And no, seriously, it was yeah. that was that was kind of unheard of, which was yeah. more of a reason for you to murder me, but you didn't. So thanks for. I don't know. I think murder was kind of heard of at the time, so it went the opposite direction. <laughs> so there, it was kind of in in style then. You know, you invite someone over on on social media, and then you kill them. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, nowadays, I, I lost. I lost nowadays, dozens of friends normal, that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember having friends. <laughs> now they're all gone. <laughs> It turns into this dark podcast where James well, cries most of the time. Well, I mean, that was the, <laughs> the avalanche did too. lose to the Kraken four games. Yes, they sure did. <laughs> so, yeah. It was it was no, you know, Panthers Bruins series, but uh, no. Ooh, I would just like to say that uh, I would I on our last episode we I said that the Panthers didn't have a chance in hell, and I um, was wrong. There was wrong, still enough of a chance. And I'm glad I was wrong. That was fun. That was a hoot. Anytime Brad Marchand is unhappy yeah. about losing in the playoffs and they go to that shot of him, because there was, was, was like, a couple he was of like leaning on the little, boards. Yeah. He's leaning on the boards and he's all sad and everything, but he's just like, before then, he's always happy, slappy hero pup. He's always running around. He's always shooting his mouth off. And then as soon as he loses, he gets really sad and emotional. It's like, I have Bro. absolutely nothing. I have no no feelings about you doing wait, this at wait, all. Wait, I'm wait, not wait. sad at, for you at all. Can we rewind a little bit? Happy slappy ha- hero pup. 
What what was that? Happy Slappy Hero Pup. I I what? It is from a scene in the movie Clerks. Oh, okay. And I'm not going to elaborate on that because if you it's it's at a portion in the movie we'll that is very not safe for work. Okay. So all right. uh, that's all we need just, to know. All right. Yep. I, I hadn't heard that before. So happy slappy hero, hero. pup. Okay. Yep. I did, well, if if anybody had that on their bingo card for this uh for this podcast, <laughs> there it is. I think I think even clerk's reference would be would okay. be pretty good. So yeah. Maybe know. maybe too. Okay. There we go. Not even here. It's supposed to be here today. Uh speaking of uh references, by the way, my girlfriend sent me a uh I know we haven't even talked to Avalanche really yet. No. But my girlfriend did send me a picture of Lionel Richie at the coronation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, it's Lionel Richie. I was like, man, why was he at the coronation? Why was anybody at the coronation, really? That's good. I That's mean, a fair point. It's Prince, it's Charles. It's not like he was the most beloved, you know, it's monarch Chuck. to be. He's, good old Chuck. Uh, my favorite seeing, meme is uh, it's him with his scepters and his crown. It's like me when I get distracted unpacking my closet or something like that. <laughs> oh, it's good. That's a good point. I yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I uh, and and watching like seeing all the coverage and like there was a thing on. I think it was like the headline on NPR was like uh, Camilla from mistress to something to queen. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Ouch. We're just going to put that right out there. All right. <laughs> True, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's all things coronation. <laughs> so, so anyway, if you had coronation on your bingo card, Mark, yeah, that no off. kidding. Maybe we should, maybe we should start making HP bingo cards. Um, I do want to, uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about podcasting and the like in general. And I think that, uh, podcasting it's, it's turned away from this somewhat, but I really liked, I've always liked how podcasting and also radio from when I was growing up and the like, um, were kind of a medium that really helped people not feel lonely. Yeah. You know, like it was like, it was, um, it was definitely something that I feel like was a little more there for, you know, with the long form of it, with what you could do with it. it it's it it's always been one of those mechanisms that didn't have a lot of that where loneliness well it just it just helped curb loneliness to me yeah. and uh it's one of the things i love about the medium and so you know if you if we're gonna talk about coronations and stuff we might as well make it funny for a moment might as well yeah so as soon as anyways. it stops being fun we'll stop making the show <laughs> We're only yeah. talking for ourselves here, everyone. For those of you that are still tuned in, you know, <laughs> but it's still fun, so we're still doing it. Yeah, we should just put fun. a. We should have like a fast forward button that goes right this past time. all of this. Just to you want to you want to hear about random that. crap? Here, <laughs> press play. Oh my! You don't. Goodness. Still going. <laughs> Here's my disappointment right now. My disappointment <laughs> is that in in Jersey number forty five, I can pretty much pronounce everybody's name. Boring. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's a brulee. Brulee. Uh, yeah, creme brulee, steep creme, brulee. Of course, I'm sure he never heard that one. No, I'm, yeah. yeah. I don't remember him playing, you know, What? because yeah. I usually equate the year number with the jersey. So this would be a Coho or a CCM. Don't remember that at all. Yeah. Uh, I do remember Durno. I found a Co. no, not a Coho. A, uh, I think I found a starter replica the other day yeah. at like a, um, at some, at some like, outdoor garagey sale kind of thing yep. up on uh up in uh rhino district and i almost got it and then i was like yeah but why yeah 
like I get the starter and all that and things that don't exist, but only I was a like, few Man. years with the starters. Yeah, was, I don't remember it, him. It was cheap, but not like, yeah. but still felt better than like the things that you get now for like the low Definitely. end replica. Yeah, Definitely, it was de- it, those. Those were not made out of the same material, anywhere near the same material as the gamers today. And I think the the comparison you just made the same thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's that's why everybody like kind of the pro players and the CCMs. It's the same material. Mm-hmm. There was just a few other things added onto the authentics, but yeah. I mean, any other names? Mm. I mean, Mark Barbario. Yeah. Um, you know who we actually do remember. Um, yeah. There, were, uh, Byram, uh, Byram had more forty-five. I forgot. Must, must have been when he debuted. He just yeah. played a little bit or something. Yeah, I don't remember um, him wearing forty-five, but and then the mystery guy. Well, I mean, Jonathan Bernier, I don't, yeah. you know, but yeah, uh, tw- 2023 Avalanche legend, hmm. Ryan Wagner. Ryan Wagner. We all remember Ryan Wagner wearing number 45. We remember him so much that we clicked on his stats on... And there uh, weren't any. Yeah, on hockeyreference.com. There was nothing. What? I don't... So, so he must so have been called So those of you up. that are Eagles fans know Ryan Wagner, but Avalanche yeah. fans? Nope. Not not so much. Nope. And let me tell you how little I remember about uh, the Eagles sometimes these days, just because, you know, don't get up there and all of that. Uh, Galianchuk. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, that was one of those, uh, boy, you really thought he was going to, he was going to no. get a resurgence or something, but nope. No, no. There was a lot of no's in the no. playoffs. He was one. Yeah, uh, we 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 have the explanation to everything though, so we can. <laughs> There's a noise. Uh, okay, maybe the <laughs> raspberry noise. Sorry, uh, Sorry was just for so yeah, abs lose. Um, I can't say that anybody. I know we were optimistic, right? But I also can't say that I'm absolutely shocked it was just it it just seemed like everything caught up and they ended up playing against a team that was built on depth because they had to Mm -hmm. but they took the best depth player whether it was a blue liner or a forward from every team and made a team it reminds me of vegas a few years ago and and the avs the depth was gone and you you couldn't match up against against them and you know bounces momentum all those things Mm -hmm. and then it was over yeah and i don't know the team the team was tired when when devon taves starts making decisions that you notice and you're like oh that was kind of a rough pinch or the uh or like then you know something's up because that's not what that guy does it's matt yeah the smack of desperation yeah um yeah yeah it looked like to me, it looked like the, the the Kraken didn't really have a lot to prove, but, you know, I don't... And the Avs kind of did with the whole defending Stanley Cup champion. And everybody wants to say how the... Oh, it's no excuse. They're, you know, injuries are the excuse. No, but they are a reason, you know. Absolutely. And, and uh, the Avalanche definitely got... To me, the Seattle Kraken had kind of played more of a full court press, yeah. where they would they were on you, they were on you fast. Um, 
I don't think that the Avalanche have ever, ever, ever been uh, great at being a team that recovers well from being pressed. Um, if you I think want, when they were fully when they were fully healthy, they were when when you can move what? the puck really fast and yeah. accurately. Yes, you can, yeah. but. Uh, for the most part, especially in power plays, they are really not good at yeah. uh, dealing with a, a penalty kill that pressures you fast, that, that yep. does that whole, I'm going to skate up to you and make you make a decision right now. If you give them a little bit of room, they're going to pass the puck brilliantly and all of that. But if you get on them, mm, eh, not so much. Not so much. So, but you were talking about the optimism. Like, I wanted to be optimistic. You... I talked a little bit about how I kind of constantly felt like there was there's not a lot going on with this team or that I didn't feel like this team was, you know, had it all together, even though their record, you know, later in the season was good and things like that. Um, And I think I said, you know, abs in six. Honestly, I don't know. I I didn't feel it really. I never felt like. Like, I feel like you kind of, like, as an Avs fan, as a podcast, you know, as podcaster and, like, like people who are like, yeah, we're fans and we believe and blah, 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 that sometimes you have to, you believe, you, you know, you put on that happy face. This felt yeah. like a happy face season. Yeah. You know, like, like really, we just really came almost. off of such a good season. We yeah. just came off of winning the Stanley Cup. And then you come in here and you're like, oh, they made the decisions they had to. Eh. They're, you know, yeah. eh, they're, they're playing through the injuries. Yeah. You know. Well, th- that was the thing. As much as I, I mentioned it last show, and how much I enjoyed them being called the reigning Stanley Cup champions, and you know, mm-hmm. the league loves hyping that up. And you got the you got the team that's in their first playoff series ever, and it's good for the city, and it's good for the fans, and the league loves that. And I I get why. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, look who's gone from last season. <sighs> it's it's, and look who didn't play this season, and look who didn't play a lot this season. It's the list is. Ridiculous between Landeskog, Kadri, Burakovsky, Manson was gone over half the season. Makar was gone a quarter this season. McKinnon was gone for a month. Like it was the defending Stanley Cup champion team or franchise, mm-hmm. but the team was very, very different, and I, they're going to be very, very different next year too. Yeah. So I I understand, and it's it's cool to put that in there. You know, the champs go down and. Yeah, I get it, but it's also really hard to compare last year's team to this year's team and say that this was... There was a few people that were pretty... I mean, the Bruins losing the game before kind of helped, right? But Mm. I don't think anybody was just like, this is one of the bigger upsets in NHL playoff history. It's no. no, especially considering everything else, especially considering when you look at offensive production when you see how valuable Nachushkin is, we all know how valuable he is. But then when he just obviously flat disappears after game two, mm-hmm. and I, we saw a different team after that, and I get it. Um, I don't... There's still not a lot to be said about what happened with him, but when he's in, the team's better. Mm-hmm. And this year they needed him. And I don't know. The rest is kind of history. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about bad yeah you know, there's a lot we <laughs> know about, but, about yeah um yeah and then <laughs> you also have like one of the people that you didn't mention on that list uh of who was here and who isn't uh was darcy kemper yep. and 
the goaltending was not a problem for the Avalanche no. for the most no. part. I mean, everybody has part. one or two, you know, in seven games that you're going to be like, oh, he should have had that, or he sure. he really could have had that. Um, but Grubauer played excellent, also played above his regular season for sure. And that's when a goaltender can steal a game. The did did you know? Did Georgie ever steal a game? Mm, not no. really, but he kept him in every single one. Yeah, uh, he he was put in some he was put in some really not good positions. Yeah, and there's that too. Yeah, and I, and everybody wants to say, well, you know, shorthanded goal, for instance, you don't. Yeah, you should never give up a shorthanded goal, except that it happens. Yeah. Um, it happens to to everyone, uh, to every goaltender, to every team. It's going to happen. Um, he played well. Yeah, he really did. Who didn't uh, play well though was the bottom six forwards. Uh, no and this production. Is, this has been something. I mean, it, it's easier to gloss over when you win the Stanley Cup, all of those things. Um, I've asked several times, what you know, what is the contribution of Logan O'Connor? Sometimes, yeah, you know, like he yeah. plays hard. That's great. You can you can be hard to play against, but the pro, if the productivity isn't there. Um, then you've got a problem, and his productivity isn't great. Nope. Uh, um, oh God, my my brain is is just absolutely not braining. Not braining. New hook. Uh, yeah. Same oh, deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, uh, he didn't make. He was. I thought that he was making okay decisions half the time, but only. Yeah. But not very. He often. had a few chances. Yeah. I the thing I think about Lars Eller is another one. It's. You, you've got these guys, and if they were playing where they were kind of more or less, for lack of a better term, supposed to play, they'd be way more effective. Mm-hmm. But when you have like Matt Nieto playing on the second line, like mm-hmm. that's not where these guys are. That's not what they're acquired for. That's not what they're signed for. It's not what they come up for. Um, some guys end up and shine in those positions, but many of them, if they were meant to be a top six forward, that's where they would be. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I thought of is like, I know people were not real happy with the Eller um, acquisition after the fact, but you know, that, that was a face-off guy and that was probably a fourth line guy. And he was, he was, you know, mostly a third, third, third line guy through the playoffs. And that's just not where he's going to thrive. Mm-hmm. And him along with a lot of other people, Logan O'Connor, is going to kill penalties. But he's also, we shouldn't have to depend on Logan O'Connor and Matt Nieto and Dennis Mulgan and Lars Eller to provide, Cogliano's another one, to mm-hmm. provide, well, they should provide something, but not a lot. No, they, but they shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be every shift you're not going yeah. to get anything. Yeah. Um, that, that they're not a Fa- factor. Thank you. I mean, I, it just, just feels yeah. like they're the thing with those guys with the top, with the bottom six is that you could put them out there and just nothing's going to happen and you know it. Yeah. Um, they're not going to be, you know, they may be a little hard to play against. They may wear down some people, but who are they wearing down? Or what, yeah. it, was it worth it? You know, it, you got to play and, somebody in your own end. Okay, fine, but don't just play anybody in your own end. Yeah, it all it all stacked up, and it was like a you know just more of a more of a I don't want to say perfect storm, but it's pretty close mm. of just weirdness and injuries, and it's just there. You can your team, no matter how good your stars are, can only 
deal with so much of that. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Manson being in the box for as oh, much man. as he was, there were some pretty bad penalties in there, some dumb ones. Uh, I mean, I mean, they said he was ready and he's, you know, he's as ready as he could have been, but man, he was a, he was a half step, step too slow in a lot of, in a lot of places. And what did he, at least four minors, were there more? No, I think it was four. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to, tried to play his, his game, which is good and we appreciate, but, um, yeah, it was a a tough series for him when he was available. Oh yeah. No. What do you think happened to him? No idea. No idea. Something lower body. I mean, Something ankle, be, yeah, knee or ankle. Yeah. Ankles are hard, man. Ankles yeah. are hard at this stuff. But yeah, uh, I mean, who who else? No, you know, Helm finally comes back and takes a high like cross check, and we don't see him again. And mm-hmm. yeah, and then between you know, I I mean, what you think about the series between the injuries, between the re injuries, between suspensions, between not <laughs> suspensions, and you know, one of your top six guys and one of your major offensive kind of contributors, you know, I don't know. What do you, what do you call it? Did, did they send him home? Did he send himself home? Mm. Who knows? You know, I guess we'll find out, but I mean, yeah, I don't know what the, the whole, I mean, there's, the whole Nichushkin thing that's been going on. There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of questions. There's some info out there from, from you know police reports and stuff yeah. uh i have no idea i think it's always funny when it's like when it's your guy uh you should like respect their privacy and when it's somebody yeah. else's you should you know you want to know everything, everything and start speculating <laughs> yeah. it's like uh, it was there was a lot of that going on it's like oh, me, me let him go let him go he should have his privacy yeah. okay i know i know i had me personally i don't think we're owed a lot more i'm just curious as mm. far as how that I don't know. For those of you that didn't hear, like, I don't know. They went looking for him after game two or this was on the road in Seattle. So Mm -hmm. this was before game three and they went to go find him or something. And there was a drunk woman in his room. And there was, yeah, the, there was, there was a nine one one call. They went looking. They may have, it may have been because he'd missed the morning skate or something like that. Right. And for then, maintenance. It was originally maintenance. And and, and that's when uh, there was no red flags until he missed game three as a late scratch. And he and I think Bednar said it wasn't an injury. He said it was for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, hmm. And then nobody saw him for a little bit. And then people started asking questions, which were never answered, which whatever. But, yeah, but there was a 911 call. There was a uh, for a woman who was not sober, uh, right. maybe, you know, uh, there's a lot of speculation about it. I don't want to speculate about it cause no. I don't know, but, and it's also just not, not fun and kind of creepy sounding and all of that. Yeah. So we're just going to, it, it wasn't good for the team. It shook the team up and, and you can act like everything's okay after that. And we got to focus on what's in front of us, but it's also kind of hard to bounce back from and and the it's a huge the press kept asking and and they put bednar in a really weird position because he's kind of the face of the of the team to the press and mm-hmm. never commented on it uh you know mcfarland never commented on it so they kept asking bednar and he's like i'm not we're not talking about this so it's weird yeah so it must be a heck of a story it might be and there's there's no there hasn't been, there haven't been criminal charges or 
no criminal investigation. But it wasn't criminal. Was like, yeah. All right, cool. So who knows? I don't. I don't know. I did. I put in the notes, uh, missed morning skate for maintenance. And then there was a whole bunch to maintain. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that, that did not help at all. Um, you know, what else didn't help was Kale McCarr Mm -hmm. unlocking a new character. It's villain Kale Kale McCarr. Mm -hmm. That was really, that was a really weird play. And I don't know. It made even less sense after game six, but so basically the, the, hit on Jared McCann then the first penalty you know first period uh it gets looked at it's a it's a minor penalty for interference but McCann was injured um knocked out really and then and so the league then had a hearing and uh they they suspended McCarr for for one game which of course one game. in the playoffs like if this had been the regular season they may have probably done three games or something yep. like that you know yep but obviously things get enhanced uh, how long you're out. And when you're one of the best players on your team and you're out for one game, well, that's going to make a pretty big difference. It does. Um, it does. So, yeah, the the it was a it was a weird hit. It was not weird, a good... Weird play. It was not there a good hit. There was no hit. whistle? I mean, there, was, there wasn't a good hit. I mean, no. there were, the thing with the hit was that there was, there was circumstance involved right. in the injury, but there was no need for it. It was the nope. puck was gone. It was kind of one of those. Um, you're going to no pay the price yet. for hitting I've... the for playing the puck, which yeah. I get a little tired of in hockey. That you know, the oh, you just made a pass. Well, I'm going to hit you. Well, that's not really the purpose of a hit. In well, we're hockey. getting to that here in yeah. a second too. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, there was no whistle uh, yet, and I think McCarr's explanation was, I thought the puck was in his feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably better to know that the puck is in his feet before you before you hit him like you did. It, at least it wasn't from behind or, you know, right. like that would ever happen, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a really weird. Uh, they initially gave him a five minute major, and then they reviewed it and then gave him a two minute interference call, and then they suspend him. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I don't think anybody had a big huge problem with that especially considering that's a 40 goal scorer that he took out mm-hmm. um but then game six was confusing then yeah oh, oh. one one more thing dave haxtell their coach did a really interesting thing which makes me think of this uh injury information dance that happens in the regular season but even more so in the playoffs he came out right away after the game and said jared mccann is out next game at least and probably much longer you don't hear coaches do that very often during the playoffs. Um, I guarantee you that had something to do with the suspension as well. Mm. Okay. I, I mean, that's, and I don't know, I'm not trying to make any excuses. I'm not angry about this. Uh, it just adds to more confusion. You're not angry about with, that. No, but it adds to more confusion as far as how the heck do they decide who gets what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just feeds the, feeds the fire. I don't know if I have answers for that. But it doesn't make much sense. Well, okay. So then the uh, the Cogliano hit. Yes. Uh, Andrew Cogliano was hit from behind, uh, and he came back. He did. <laughs> but then it turns out that he had a fracture in his neck. Yes. Which, when you see the hit, the hit was direct, was Nasty. from behind, and 
when his head when I saw the oh. the slow mo of it and the way his neck turned to everything, I immediately Just. thought, "Thank goodness he didn't break his neck." Or you know, that was yeah. that that's that's as bad did. a hit as that's what they're trying to get rid of. That's mm-hmm. you know all that kind. And of And people thing. have been saying that for years. That's mm-hmm. the, those are the hits hits besides like the open ice hits with the head as head as the uh, well obviously slashes near the near the top of your you know torso too, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been saying that for years. The league hates those hits. Yeah, and the players should hate those hits. I mean, look what yes. happens. That can end the that can end the career. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we're and then so we're lucky that we haven't seen that kind of hit yes. actually end a career in the NHL. It's just it's yeah. amazing that that somebody hasn't been paralyzed from something yep. like that. And every so, time I see a hit like that, my oh. immediate thought is, thank goodness I don't play hockey anymore. Yeah. I mean, it makes you cringe. Like, it doesn't take the, much. The Makar hit, I think the first thing that I looked at, you know, and I'm, I'm a hockey fan and a NAS fan. So, but I was making sure it wasn't from behind. Mm-hmm. And then Everly's was from behind and he drove him into the boards. You know, Makar, one thing he didn't do was drive him into the boards. He hit him with his shoulder. Their feet got kind of tangled up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, McCann, unfortunately, got knocked out. With Everly, he, well, Cagliano had the puck, got rid of the puck, and then he drove him into the boards from behind. Mm-hmm. He didn't turn away. Some people were like, oh, he turned away. No, he didn't. Um, he hit him from behind. I'm still not mad. No, you're not mad at all. <laughs> um, but then, so then it comes out and says he won't even have a hearing. Mm-hmm. And then... um the Avs say Cogliano is out for the remainder of the playoffs with a broken vertebrae in his neck. And the league, the league then says that we won't look at that again because it was deemed to be, I don't know. What's the explanation for that? That was the right call. I don't know. I don't think it was the right call. I think they should have looked at it more. I think there, that there probably should have been a suspension. Um, but they don't, they said they don't reassess. They don't, for, for hits that were deemed, I don't want to call it legal. Yeah. What do you call that hit? I mean, for, for hits that have already been assessed, they don't reassess. My point being, if they would have known that Cogliano had broken his neck, would they have done broken vertebrae like in his neck? Would that have made a difference? And well, I think it would have, but. So the that's question has been for years yeah. that yeah. what is, what do you, what do you punish on? Do you punish on the action right. or do you punish on the outcome? Because the intent, yeah. Right. So the the punishment for an outcome can be various because look at, you know, you if Cogliano is injured or not injured, if he doesn't come back or does come back, you know, the 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 action didn't change. So do you so does that mean that you punish by the action? Well, I mean, in this case, the action wasn't punished, which it probably should have been. It should have been a boarding or hitting from behind or something like that. Um, I remember this, you know, back in the, you know, Wyszynski would talk about this. I think I talked about it with him and what, which one you do. And these days, I think maybe there needs to be kind of a hybrid. Like, we're, it's hard because you don't necessarily know right away what's going to happen to a player. Uh, you know what the injury is going to be until you look at it. You know, um, th- like like this one. I mean, Cogliano came back and played. What? If, what how? But but he had a fracture in his neck. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you do? I think maybe it's time for some kind of hybrid because you take a player out 
with an injury, do you, if they'd have only suspended, you know, do they suspend, which one do they suspend two? Maybe you suspend two games for the hit. And then on top of that, look at what the injury result is. Okay. Um, and maybe because uh, maybe it's just time for hybrids of this because sometimes you yeah. know you have a bad hit and they suspend and you go well nothing there was no outcome of that so why are you right. suspending for so long maybe it's just time that they that they stop thinking about it as an either or and start doing both suspend yeah. the hit the action itself and then also on top of that oh they're out for more than five games you get another two games you know, and I, I like that. I think yeah. they just something needs to change. I wonder, like, if it was Nathan McKinnon mm-hmm. that Jordan Eberly hit, uh, that would have made a difference too. You know, yeah. uh, McCann is their top goal scorer. McCarr is, you know, one of the top defensemen in the league. Cogliano's mm-hmm. the third, fourth line grinder, mm-hmm. a PK guy, a heart and soul guy. But if it was a star, that they would have looked at it differently, which. Which I get in some ways, but in other ways, it just leaves people more confused and frustrated as far as where, how are you deciding these things? Yeah. Because, you know, to not look at the Everly hit again, that that's one of the, I don't watch every single game every year, but you don't see hits like that very often for good reason. Mm-hmm. Like that was really bad. That was pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, you know, if you hit a guy and he loses an edge and he goes into there, cool. He did. He drove him into the boards from behind. And that's just, you know, besides a charge, it's just, you you don't do that. You're taught at a very young age to not do that. Mm-hmm. And he got a two minute minor for it and he was back next game. No problem. And yeah, yeah it was, it was just kind of frustrating and I'm glad everybody's okay. McCann still hasn't played. Um, yeah, just some, just, you know, what happens between two teams in seven games. And it was pretty dynamic in this considering Especially with the ads, the ads are better with Andrew Cagliano in the lineup because who comes in for him like a like a you know I'm not trying to trying to downplay anybody but no, Ben Myers comes in yeah as you say come on <laughs> go for it <laughs> hit I don't want to win you low. come on I don't want to I don't want to be racist but here's something you know but it's <laughs> you know ben, ben Myers comes in instead of Cagliano and that's that's a big difference between those two players mm-hmm. and yeah but bottom line they got outplayed. Um, Seattle played exactly how you're supposed to. Um, the Avs just didn't have the depth to be able to work through the, the like you said, the pressure on the puck. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they were pretty healthy, they could do that a lot more effectively. Um, but credit credit to them. They played well. Oh, heck yeah. Um, no, I think it's, after it's the first game... the city of Seattle for their team. Oh, totally. They're totally. going to have more fans in the building. I know how disappointing that very first season was, as you would expect from... Sure. Any expansion team, except for what happened with the Golden Knights, I think right. that people kind of thought that they were going to do the same thing that the Knights did. That obviously wasn't going to happen. But to show up to the playoffs, the low seed in the playoffs, take out the defending Stanley Cup champions, uh, that should be a gigantic boost. Even yeah. even if you were looking at the way that we look at it. They were the abs were devastated by injuries. They were not playing way the way that they could. Blah blah blah. The whole Nachushkin thing. There's a whole lot of caveats as far as the abs fan and the abs side of things are. Seattle can ignore all of that and just put it on their you know. Hey, look at what we did and great for great for the sport there. Great for the team there. Great for the fans. Good for them. 
the league loves it. And yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. They earned it. It's uh, the Avs didn't give much away. They, they earned it. And you know, the Avs forced a game seven. I thought that was great. They played really well in game six mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's, they haven't won a game seven since I believe it's 2002. It's like five or six straight now. So I don't know. Another thing to work up, work for. And it's been a really weird playoffs overall as far as <laughs> visiting teams winning and all, all that stuff. And oh, yeah. Look at the it's Bruins. It's just one of those years where everything's a little upside down. I mean, Toronto won the first round. So, I mean, <laughs> there's that too. Good for them. There's a, uh, I guess there's like this uh, Onion newspaper thing for up or website in, uh, in Canada called Beaverton. And it was, I think the headline was uh, Maple uh, Maple Leafs fans uh, lose their only joke they had. <laughs> Time to find a new one. <laughs> and great. now look at look at what's going on with uh, Florida. It's yeah. up two games. They won both games in the in the yeah. Leafs barn. That's every year, pretty impressive. Yeah, every year it's you know it's you you never quite know what's going to happen, and mm-hmm. that's what makes it fun. That's it's just part of the game. This year is especially strange. Um, I, I have to think that the long, especially for Tampa, like the long seasons that they've done, they had two super as long seasons as you can, along with last year losing in the final, having a really short off season. I think that caught up with them as well. And mm-hmm. it's not an excuse. It's just reality. And, and, um, I think the Avs, based on having no Avalanche skaters from Canada or the U.S. playing in the in the World Championships here coming up, says a lot about the need for rest and just kind of recharge. Next year is going to be a very different year based on contracts coming in and people leaving and retiring and not being signed again. It's this team's going to look pretty different. Yeah, as and well they McKinnon's, should. Yeah, McKinnon's contract kicks in. He'll make twice as much. As he makes now, and and his, I'm not blaming him at all or the team. I mean, it's great to have him back, but you know, his contract could play for, could pay for a really good line all by itself. Mm. Um, you know, so it's it's we'll just have to wait and see. I, th- I think obviously the window's still open with this team, and and they they looked good, and, and you know, they're still one of the one of the best teams in the league. I don't care what happens, and hopefully next year is no different. I think they may start going down because of those big contracts that are kicking in and the like. They're going to start going down the Penguins route, yeah. um, which is, you know, have those few superstars and not have a lot to build the team around after. Yeah. I think this kind of this season was a bit of a preview of that, that there were so many injuries. Uh, there were so many people out for so long. There were so many changes um, that there isn't there isn't a lot that you can do around that team um, and around those superstars when you have, I mean, how do you, how do you afford a decent uh, fourth line? You can't, you can't. And maybe now, especially if somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the avalanche have been better lately uh, of building talent in their, you know, their depth last year was a, was a big advantage, but where did that depth come from? A lot of it came from trades. Look at those yep. names. I mean, how many of those names that are no longer here were grown here? You know, yep. came in and played with the Eagles. How many? How many Eagles players? How many players that came up through the Eagles have been effective? I mean, off the top of my head, any of them? 
Franzos. Yeah. To a point. To a point. Right? I but mean, it's, I, I don't think really like these, the, the only one that I can think of on this roster that mm-hmm. came from the minors that really like dominates is Rantanen. I mean, because he, he played in San Antonio for the Rampage mm-hmm. for a little while. But you're right. It's trades. It's, it's, it's all trades. Yeah. It's so it's. You either draft and go you, you right think, in think of, with like yeah. your, your Landis Cog, your McKinnon, your McCarr, uh, you know, that's, or you've been brought in via trade. There's no yep. like Manson, Draft. Kemper, yep. Burkowski, Kadri, Cogliano, Nichushkin, all these guys. These, these were effective players for the last, last year's season. It was all trades. And well, either that or like, because Nachushkin was free, which is crazy. Which I don't know. What do you think is going to happen with him? Any guesses? No, idea. like we don't need to speculate. But I mean, let's speculate. It it sounds like doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. And also, we're talking about somebody who is obviously here on some sort of visa. Yeah. Uh, you know, from a country that has some, that's having plenty of political issues, yeah. that there's plenty of legal issues, all kinds of stuff. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, you get guys for free, which was nice. Natushkin was a nice free pickup. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually wasn't free, but well, yeah, it's, it's minor leagues don't play near as much the role as they used to. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how the game is now. I think what's going to be interesting long term is if Nichushkin doesn't make it back for some reason. Oh man! Uh, I mean, obviously that money frees up, but the decision to keep him and not Kadri, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that, that, that is something that came. A lot of people started talking about that, and in hindsight, it's real easy to look back and go, "Well, they should have done that." But yeah. it's, um, you know, the move made sense at the time. Right now, it's kind of oh, tough. I'm not, um, you know, you can't, you can't look into, nah. you know, how many, how many times have you seen an injury to a player that just got, you know, just got traded at the trade yeah. deadline that was a big acquisition rental, yeah. and then like they play two games and then they get injured and they're out for, you know, for until the playoffs, if not long, you know, into the playoffs. And, Makes me think of Solani and Korea. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, there's yeah, that, that, yeah. and and the hype that was surrounding them, and how many people were like, "Oh my goodness, we're going to go win a cup now." It's like not even close. Nope, <laughs> you just don't know. You well, you it's never all, it's, know. We've talked about it. It's it's like the draft. It's it's like trades. It's it's a big gamble. It's, it is a big gamble. One of the things that people, they pay off, and sometimes they absolutely don't. Absolutely, yeah. The yeah, we're talking about the Bruins. Look at what the Bruins did at the trade deadline. They went and picked up more players. We've talked we talked about this before with the Penguins and when the Penguins picked up uh Jerome Ginla and the question was do you why are you messing with something that's been working for you so much? And you can say sure it's the playoffs you need to rebuild you always need to get better. The it wasn't Seattle that did nothing at the trade deadline. They did absolutely nothing, and they even have Burkowski out. I mean, that's a and that hurts them. And they still decided we're good enough the way we are. We have the chemistry. We have everything we need. Maybe they tried to make a few deals that fell through, but 
Nobody this needs is, to know that. Yeah. And 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 look what happened. They're they're on to the second round and the Bruins aren't. And the Bruins ran into a team that found heat at the right time, that found, you know, that Bobrovsky has come in and actually acted like he earned his, uh, his badge. I like gum. what you did. I like what you did Thank there. You. That was <laughs> But there is it's really what it's all about. It's you know, playing well at the right time. It's playing well at the right time and it's it's finding that chemistry. Um, and do you sometimes know who, no move, no moves is your best move. Yes, absolutely. Do you just know like who you uh, Adam Grant is? The writer, uh, he's an organizational uh, psychologist. He wrote he wrote books like uh, uh, Outliers. Uh, he's kind of in that um, Malcolm Gladwell businessy kind of yeah. thing. Outliers was Gladwell. I know that, but same same type thing. Oh wait, wasn't Outliers? Not Outliers. Outliers was, was Gladwell. I know that for sure. Oh, what was that's the, a good book. I can't think of same what type vibe though. Yeah, same type of vibe, same type of okay. type of deal. But I think uh, I think a little smarter. Or uh, anyway, he works. Adam Grant kind of he works for me a little bit more. Uh, oh, originals was what I was thinking. Okay. Um, his current book is uh, called Think Again. Um, I was listening to a podcast with him yesterday, and he said, "Do you know how long it takes?" for NBA players on NBA teams to play well together like what the what the time frame is he said three and a half years and that's three and a half years of playing together learning what each other does you know what your go-tos are what you excel at and you know some of that is very um organic and some of it is very hey look at this or try that or you know um some of it's just figuring out people's tendencies. Three and a half years. Nobody waits for three and a half years. Well, not in, not when you have a twenty, you know, twenty-three man roster, uh, you know, eighteen skaters that you can play together, and you got to, you know, work now, now, now. Yeah. But it just goes to show, like, okay, you've got players like you know McKinnon, Rantanen, and Landeskog that have played together for so long. Yeah. Um, EJ. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the way that uh, Makar and Taze have been playing together for several years. You know, these are all, this is all stuff that is chemistry or shortcut for learning how to play well with that guy. And frankly, you know, the there was so much change in that lower six. There was so much going on. There was so much change, even in the top six from the injuries from yeah. shuffling people around, from people not getting not getting resigned, they're kind of in reset mode as to how to learn yeah. to play with the other people. Now, the That's other true. the other part of this was uh, he said then one of the things after that three and a half years, while you start really learning what everybody else's thing is, there is a diminishing returns because you start everybody starts learning what you're doing. You kind of stagnate into those things, leaning into those things. And of course, everyone else is analyzing your tape. Everyone else is looking at what you do at your tendencies. What's the book on you? Uh, You know, so the longer that you play together, the, there is diminishing, you know, you start to go downhill and that's when you need to start changing things up, learning new skills, learning new things. Yeah. 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 So that's fascinating. It really was. It was, uh, oh, it was, and it was from like, I think the podcast itself was, I think that episode was from like 2019 of the daily stoic, uh, Ryan okay. holiday with Adam Grant. So if you really want to hear it, it was a small segment. I pretty much just summed up all of that, but, um, I think that, uh, 
I think that uh, Adam Grant is absolutely worth listening to with stuff like this. That's um, cool. Also, by the way, Adam Grant has he has a podcast. He has two podcasts. Uh, one called Work Life and one called Rethinking. Both of them from TED. And yes, I, I know Rethinking. Okay, yeah. did you yeah. listen to the one with the Seattle Seahawks uh, head coach? No. Oh, it's really Pete, good. Pete Carroll. Yeah. Okay. I'm it's sure. Pete Carroll's been around forever. Yeah. He has, and his. That's cool. He has uh, three rules for his team, like working with his team and all of that. And I'm not going to spoil them. You should just listen to the podcast. It was an excellent podcast. Yeah. Speaking of like hockey and was it Gladwell and outliers that talked about um, why so many more NHL players, why their birthdays are early in the year? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's more fascinating stuff. It's, it's cool to have somebody that's not necessarily involved in sports, be able to explain so much about sports. True, but he's so. also Canadian. So, you know, <laughs> there's that, there's that. Did you? Yeah. And Seth Godin played hockey. His, his dad was a hockey coach, like high school hockey coach in Buffalo. There we go. See, that's so, why we, that's, that's why, why we, we like these people. Style. That's why you listen to people Absolutely. because they're hockey fans. You listen to them that's because why. they're, that's they're why. very smart and have podcasts and really, Articulate. really good looking. Handsome. Uh, I was going to say that. Absolutely yeah. handsome. Yeah. What else? Dapper. Uh, um, just pathetic. we'll think of more words. Uh, pathetic. Uh, <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Agree. Oh like, man, you can't, I just. You can't disagree oh, I with think that. I pulled a muscle in my shoulder from patting myself in the back so much. <laughs> oh. oh, that's hilarious. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> uh, the moose remains loose. Miko Rantanen uh, will play for Finland. In the World Championships, they'll be played in Finland and Latvia. Lekkonen is so hurt. I guess he hurt his toe or broke a toe during the series. Mm. Nobody had talked about that yet. I'm still waiting for the rundown from from everybody as far as, you know, th- these are the times where on social media, you'll see like someone in a, in a gown, in a robe, and, you know, they just had surgery on their shoulder or whatever. So uh, I'm sure this team was way more banged up than anybody even realized. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lekkonen couldn't even play in his home country because he's hurt. Um, like I said, no av skaters from Canada or the U.S. Um, big shout out to Jared Bednar, who refused to say or do anything that would lead to any excuse. Um, you know, he wanted to, I'm sure he wanted to say stuff about the Everly hit and all those things, but we know him and, and appreciate him for him staying focused and keeping his team balanced and not playing some of the games that some of the media likes to play and ask kind of incendiary questions and such because that's their job. I get that too. But yeah, it was cool to see him in action and he had every excuse. You know, he could have line, lined up a lot of excuses, but he handled it with uh, as much grace and class, at least in front of the press as he could. And, you know, happy to have him back for a few more years too. Yeah, you know, it's funny because you look at look around the league right now, uh, Gerald uh, Gallant just Gallant. he just got removed from uh, from the Rangers, which everybody figured. I think I think he was there for one year. That's weird. <clears throat> and yeah. yeah, he 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 was gone. I guess uh, part of the problem was uh, was the power play, or was it the five Some, on five? Somebody, uh, one or the other that that he was not never seemed to be all that up on but he got removed pretty fast daryl sutter that one yeah. was um that one doesn't surprise me at all actually i mean there's yeah. that they still have to throw like two years worth of contract money at him because of an extension um but he was very much not uh the player's favorite i don't think he was no. anybody's favorite around there and frankly if 
if somebody had to go, it was got it had it it really did need to be him. Um, is he the quieter Tortorella? He you know what kind of he's I think that he's like yeah. the snarkier Tortorella. Tortorella's okay. just gonna come out right at you all guns a blazing. Yeah. Um I like I like the way Sutter rolls. He doesn't care. I, you know what? I don't because the yeah. No, his uh the thing I don't like about Sutter is that he does it all in the media. Like yeah. you get yeah. Yeah, okay. Bednar's kind of boring sometimes. You know, you're like, man, he should really lay into them, blah, blah, blah. You know what? He does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are times when he's like taking him aside. He's not like, you know, putting his shoulder around your arm around his shoulder. Hey, big guy. uh, Hey, guy. You know, that that just wasn't really working out. And we should really think about no. You gotta be a little better than that. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to get up there and really put in some better effort okay let's work together on okay. this one but tap okay all right good job let's good get luck. out go there. go get him let's get out there and do better next time come on tiger i'm sure he's got his i'm sure he's got his times oh, but sure. boy the what i love is the stability that there's nothing yes this was a real it was a disappointing exit they made it to they had a good regular season at least as far as the points were concerned yeah. Um, they really needed that late push, which may have tired them out more. Uh, you know, but they had so many injuries, they had so many problems, they had so many, frankly, just yeah. reasons that things yeah. went off the rails. And he wasn't one of them. And it's nice to have that stability. Why? There's no reason to change things up. I look no. at another one. It'd be like John Cooper in Tampa. Mm-hmm. The problem with that team was not. The coaching. The problem is that they have, they're 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 starting to get more and more like the Red Wings, where they get old, they're getting tired, more tired, and their players are not keeping up with the speed that yeah. the league demands. There's no, I don't care how competitive Corey Perry skate, is, skate faster, dude is not not going to handle it. Uh, He's not going to get faster. What's yeah. his butt? Um, uh, uh, oh my god. This Stamkos? Is, no. Maroon? Yes. Maroon yes. should just he's I he's he's being the he's being the tough guy, but he's like tough grandpa. He's like doing the old man strength thing. Tough grandpa. It's yeah. he, that's nice and all, but it didn't get you any yeah. wins. It got you a lot of penalty minutes and not a lot of points. So yeah. you know, think about thinking about where they want to go. They've got a lot of questions, but John Cooper is yeah. not the problem. Yeah, maybe. No, he's not. Maybe there he's is not. some. I don't know what the value is, and maybe you've been in this position a little more in your sports career, because um, I've never been in a sports position, you know, sport where environment where there was a coach. But you always hear things like, "Oh, they needed a new voice in the room," and things like that. Yeah. Like college coaching, because you have so much roster changeover and the like. There's, you know, constantly they can last a long time and that not become a Definitely. factor. But is that a real factor for things like this? Like, uh, is there, like, like if you have a really good coach, like a Cooper, like a Bednar, and things like that, how often does something like we just needed a different voice in the room play into it? I think if you have the, you have the right voice, it's all chemistry. It really is. Mm-hmm. And and that chemistry is not only between player to player, but player to coach. I'm sure like a, you put John Cooper in a different place. He's not going to be as successful yeah, because that message is going to be taken differently. So I, I think that's even a gamble or just like we're talking about with the players. It's, it's, it's a gamble with the coaches as well. Yeah. Um, 
I just, Benar is the type of coach I loved playing for because they're, if, if it's, if he's predictable, that makes a huge, huge difference. And I don't know. I'm sure he has his moments when, when it's just he and the team, but for the most part, like he and the whole staff, like watching him interact with Ray Bennett and, and Nolan Pratt, they're all that way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the kind of energy that he exudes and, and that's kind of how they're going to roll. And I'd rather have that than somebody who's up and down and not necessarily blaming officials, but just, you know, a little too much because I think when you're in that mode, it's just not good for a whole lot, a whole lot of people around. So yeah, a new voice in the room, definitely. But that has more to do not not with like the way they coach. It's just the combination of the coach and those players in front of him. And I think Bednar's done an outstanding job the last couple of years with however many players he's had had, had to interact with. Um, it's been really cool to watch, yeah. and it takes a lot of skill to be able to do that. And he deserves a lot of credit. And hopefully, there's a you know more good things coming for him. So I don't I don't know. So shorter season than we all wanted, but not shocking. And they'll be able to be able to get some rest and reset and come back strong next year. Hopefully yeah. who knows what it'll look like. Who knows? I mean, there's so many questions and so many players that are, you know, could EJ's contract is up. Um, the Chushkin's up in the air. Uh, Landis Cog is up in the air with his injury. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It'd be, we could sit and speculate all you know, about a ton of these guys, you know, conference another one, another one that might've earned a bigger paycheck somewhere else. Yeah. So he'd be silly not to take that. And I don't know. I mean, it's, if you want to take a look be, at, I'm looking at cap friendly and there's, yeah, there's a, a lot, lot going on. Uh, yeah. And also keep in mind that uh, Taze is, he's signed through next year, but then that's it. Um, I thought it was two. Is it just one more? I thought it was two more. Yeah. I, they're showing 2023, 20, 24, and then he's a UFA. Uh, and who's the other one? Oh, McDermott. So, uh, and of course, EJ is this year, uh, Jack Johnson, um, Matt Nieto. It's a long list. Darren, but also a lot of them are, are, you know, that, that second line or I mean, uh, that lower six. So, I mean, Comfer is a big question mark. Um, I'm sure for some Rodriguez, I don't know. I was. Yeah, I was kind of cool he, on Rodriguez. Uh, he he came out really hard. He came out really strong at the beginning of the season, and then it just kind of evaporated. I don't ramped it up a little bit in the playoffs, but it was again that's not someone this team should have to depend on to provide everything that was needed at that level. Yeah. I think he had a decent year, but um, I think he had a decent year. Yeah. The problem was that he w- had to fill in on the top line. Yes. And the second line so much that yeah. it was quite. New Hook's another one. Yeah, I mean, well, New, New Hook, Hook, I don't. New Hook's an RFA. Um, yep. So is Byram. Byram is. I. I mean, they're yeah, gonna. He's gonna get. He's gonna get paid. He's he should get paid, and and it's gonna be really cool to watch him work with McCarr and Taves. Yeah, I mean, it's it's health. It's. Yeah, it's bottom line. This team's going to look pretty different next year, and um, hopefully, they—I don't know. Like we talked about, you just got to get lucky. I hope I hope they get lucky. Yeah, I wonder if this is if this was Eric Johnson's last year in the league. I mean, just the amount of injuries. I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it. The press talked to him after the game, and they asked him, you know, if this is it. 
Uh, he says he has, you know, he's in the moment. I haven't thought about it. If this is it, I'm very grateful for what went on here, but I, I, I don't know. He's, he's just, I mean, know, he won his he's cup. Get, he's, he's 35 years old. He's, he's been through a there, lot yeah. of injuries. There's nothing else to prove with him. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he retires and I wouldn't be surprised if they hang his number up in the rafters too. Mm. I, I've, I mean, what a great career with the Avs if this is it. I don't think, I don't, I, maybe, <clears throat> maybe you resign him for a couple million dollars for one more year, but it's not like he's, makes me think of Hey Duke. He's, he's not getting better and it's not his fault. He's, yeah. You know, this is a, this is a young man's game and he's done his job and he did it well. And he's been here through, you know, like you mentioned earlier, one of the guys that's been around from, you know, the very worst to the very best. And, you know. Oh, yeah. We'll see. No, if, if, I mean, the only thing I would look at with him, you throw his money at Byram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's pretty, that's pretty good retainer. That's pretty good. Getting and not paid. all of it, too. It, EJ's six, right? Six, yeah. I think, I think Byram, at least for at this point, he's worth like half of that. Um, Byram can definitely work his way up to six or more. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's that kind of a player if he stays healthy. I mean, he he looked pretty good all playoffs long. Um, he's young. He's got some swag. Mm-hmm. I'm he's he's a stud. He's a good player. You just got to keep him healthy. Yeah. And it's really cool to watch. You know him kind of quarterback the power play. Um, you know, not probably not near at least yet as good as defensively as as a Taves, and not near as dynamic as McCarr, But nobody is. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a solid player. Yeah, I think you're right. You don't throw all six million at him, but you throw yeah. half of that at him and half yeah. into a couple of forwards. You yep. know that you got to get lucky with the forwards. And, you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. I guess we're always thinking about the the guys that outplay their contracts, like the Cadres and and maybe even Burakovsky, all those guys. But there's also, you know, players, young players that come up, prove their worth, and you know that jump from league minimum to a million and a half is a big it's just as big a jump and mm-hmm. hopefully you can pick up a couple of those guys because this is a place people want to be and that's always you have to take advantage of that while you can yeah absolutely wasn't always the case no. <laughs> no. why the heck would i go to colorado are you kidding me <laughs> now it's like yeah tell me tell me where yeah so, exactly there nowadays yeah. it's you actually have a shot at something yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. it's it's nice to have a little break before free agency, and these guys really need the rest. And mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, Lekkanen and Rantanen's got a few more years as well. And Rantanen had you know heck of a year, man. It was so fun to watch him go and kind of be the the he and McKinnon just taking care of business. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Miko Rantanen broke Joe Sakic's record for goals in a season. I mean, come on, <laughs> that's a lot of goals. That's a lot of goals. Played great. Yeah. Yeah. Stayed healthy too. One of the few. That's true. So yeah, that's a little thing we like to call the season. Oh, yeah. not not ending near what we'd want it to. Not that we expected that, but also, you know, we had quite the stretch where playoffs weren't even uh, weren't even a thing. But they have they have the second longest uh, playoff streak in the in the league right now. It's really hard to complain too much. On top of that, there's we all they always say. Anything can happen to the playoffs. Well, it did. And it did. so complaining about that is kind of silly because, yeah, it happened to yeah. the Avs. 
It happened to the Bruins. It happens, you know, over and over. But if you were, yeah. Oh, if if it was, if it was a matter of we're going to stay with. You know, if, if if the way that the, the playoffs ended or the way the playoffs started was the way it played out, your first seeds always played your first seeds and things like that in the in the yeah. final, um, it'd be boring to watch. We'd get tired of boring. it. But this year is pretty far from boring. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll be back to tell you all about uh, how the roster's changed and yep. you know, hopefully hopefully have another another good year to talk about next year. So what else? Anything else? Yeah. What was your? Uh, we we haven't done we haven't done this over here. Uh, nope. I'm less prepared than I should be. But uh, what what was your favorite thing that you saw in hockey? Yeah, since this our is, last. This show? is a little thing we did on our other show, on our baseball show for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna keep doing this. The favorite thing I saw in hockey since our last show was uh, Jacob Truba's jerseys off their backs moment with the Sandy Hook survivor kid who's now old enough to go to college wants to be a lawyer. Truba gives him his jersey and also gives him his number and says, I want you to keep in touch with me. And it's really cool. And and Truba has his, you know, has his moments where I think all the other teams don't like him for all the right reasons. And there was one the other night. Mm. <laughs> took out Timo Meyer. Just a wicked hit. I didn't like that hit um, at all, but that wasn't fun. And but the, nobody even really talked about it twice because it was, I think they deemed there was no other way he could have done it or something. I don't know. But that's the game you played. You better keep your head up. That's that's kind of like uh, Nicholas Cronwall, the, the Red Wings, mm-hmm. old Red Wings dude. Like, keep your head up. But it was a side of Truba that that we got to see that I think most of these guys in the league have in them. And I'll post a link to it. It was really, really cool. Really, really like kind of like feel good stuff. And I'm I'm happy the Rangers kind of caught that. And they didn't they didn't share it to say, hey, look at us. We are. Look at how socially conscious we were. It, it was just cool to share. So, yeah, it's good stuff. And didn't Truba also like he's going to be paying for the the some, kids' college or something like that? There's something. Yeah, I'll have to watch it one more time. Or, yeah, but, yeah. I think the Rangers are going to help out. Like it was, it was. Uh, you know, that's there should be as much of that in sports as possible, mm-hmm. and and uh, that was cool. and and that kid was a big Truba fan anyway, and and so it all kind of worked out. It was good, good, good for the Rangers for paying attention and doing doing great stuff yeah. and i think a lot of the teams do that some of the teams do it for the attention and some do it because because it's the cool thing to do yeah can never have enough of that yeah yeah how about you was there i mean for me it was saw? it was a little more base i think was uh yeah. was the florida panthers uh taking yeah. out the bruins as it was a hockey thing yeah it was a hockey game and all that oh, so sure, it's like yeah sure. eh, you know it wasn't as was as yeah. off the ice ish uh, fun, but I mean, what a what a crazy series! They were down three yeah. games to one. They came back, won games five, six, and seven. Uh, Bobrovsky finally earned his contract uh, after after how long? Yeah, since he signed it, basically not really coming through yeah. the way he should have. Um, and it's just fun crazy. to watch a team that has struggled for so long, that made some changes, that keep kept trying to get better and kept trying to get better was always kind of the laughing stock of the league um big expectations too yeah this this year with the with the kachuk move and, well and they yeah. had the big expectations you know a couple of years ago when they signed yeah. quenville uh to coach when they signed bobrovsky they had a few others yeah. in there it's like wow they're you know they're that's underachieved for a bit oh for a long time 
and then yeah. uh, to see them come back and actually do something. I'm not a big fan of uh, of Chuck, you know, from the no, you know, for obviously from when he was playing in uh, Calgary. I would <laughs> love to see this kind of be proof to him that he can play hockey without having to be that guy. Uh, yeah. But he's always—I think he's always going to be that guy. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change. Yeah, yeah it's just that's in his blood, pretty much. <laughs> it really is. But I really, uh, but I cool enjoyed thing. this. You know, the, I enjoyed that run, and then they win the first two against Toronto in the first, you know, in the first yeah. round in there, or I mean, the second round in the Leafs barn. I mean, that's yeah. that's gigantic. There's, yeah, you don't have to win all the games. You don't you have, have to, to win, win all the right of them, ones. but you know, you just they're they're win the winning right them, and that's. Yeah, yeah. So watching uh, the other cool thing, the other cool thing I saw was the Kraken, the Kraken kid who played in his first was it his first NHL game or whatever yeah. and he scored. They showed him on the bench. They were showing his parents, and they showed him on the bench. Right behind him, there was one of the equipment guys. He had the puck. He was taping it up, mm-hmm. like, and it's just like, oh yeah, that that puck's going places. Like that's that's a pretty special puck right there. Yeah. And that's the one you'll see the pictures of him. But that's also pretty cool. So it's. They don't always capture that stuff, but it was mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to capture that out of the corner of my eye and and uh, yeah, when the tape goes on the puck and they're going to ride on it. Oh yeah, that's good. Wasn't it the that's game winner thing. also on that one? Was something like that? Yeah. But yeah, it's it, you know they had a bunch of those guys that did that. You know, guys that weren't supposed to score that stepped up and played well and took advantage of their chances. And oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing to be ashamed of. They played a heck of a series, and, and you know they they did what they needed to do. Can you, I think that the, the two big, the funny ones would be, uh, for matchups in the Stanley cup final would be, uh, Toronto versus Edmonton. If you actually had an all Canada, because Canada hasn't won since 93. Yeah. So Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, Ooh, that was a while ago. And then, um, who have you, can you imagine if it was Florida versus Seattle? The, the league would be like. Uh, the league wants it until they don't want it. Yeah, it would, <laughs> and that would be it. It would like, definitely no bring. Knows. You never know what Batman wants. I think that. I think that <laughs> in part, yeah, you know, okay, you get a, you get the boost of having a uh, expansion franchise, and then the southern team that yeah. you know hasn't, yeah, that that has never been the 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 darling of the league. Yeah, I think that would be pretty interesting and. You know, for a year, great. You don't have the big ones, and you you upset the hockey writers in the in the original six markets and all that crap. But like I said, they I think they want it until they don't want yeah. it, and that's that's. Uh, I mean, Rangers are who out. Knows. You know, the who knows what they want. Are there any? Toronto is the only. Yeah, Toronto's the only uh, original six left in the playoffs, yeah. Um, yeah. and then. You know, you don't have the Penguins. You don't have the 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 Caps. You look at that whole lineup of the eight teams left. It's like, hmm, yeah, not not sure the league wanted this. But other than Toronto we'll and and yeah, uh, I guess Edmonton because of McDavid and Drysaddle. Yeah, uh, it's a veritable who's that of hockey. <laughs> who's that? Yeah, it's I never true. heard of them. All right. I mean, can you imagine if uh, Arizona? In the playoffs, and they had to sell that barn, that five thousand seat barn, to be. Oh my goodness! It's a one more example. Yeah, it's a square dance. That's all that is. It's just sad. Ugh. Wait, Mullet Arena. That's the nickname, right? No, no. It's the name of it. It's not a joke. Imagine that being a, the 
I mean, that's that's the people's family name. And it's not even spelled mullet like the haircut. Perfect. But somehow it works out. It does. We should wrap this puppy up. It's, it's a Let's do I it. I mean, it's the end of the season. Slappy Pappy. We're not going to be wolf. back for a little bit. So, you know, we're going to yeah. go on at length. There you go. Yeah. You know, well, we'll give you what you need for a while. We'll come back next season yeah. and do it all over again. Because you know what? That's what we do. Gosh darn it. We had a lot to talk about with people like Ryan Wagner in the. Uh, yeah. Speaking of who's that. <laughs> and he can still skate circles around us. So, you know, oh, uh, we're not hello. we're not criticizing. We're just saying. No, that was a little no. that was a little weird coming up on the that's not how we roll no. it was just a name we weren't expecting to see no, exactly. not much catches us off guard <laughs> except for the team yeah except <laughs> for this series all right hey james will you please tell the people where they can find you can us find us internet? at dot com. Um, where you can find our old episodes, you can find posts about Jay's jerseys and things. Um, you can find Jay on all the social medias at Avs Podcast, except for the ones that aren't at Avs Podcast. Um, you can find him on the Twitter for some reason. Still, God bless him for doing that. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I and yeah, and then uh, you can find me. Nah, nowhere. I'm kind of busy. Just here, just around, just just chilling. <laughs> He's everywhere, but he's nowhere. Uh, obviously, I, I could tell you about Abs Twitter Psychic, but you know that's done for until our next one. So, uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to take a look back at all the wistful fun, uh, hashtag Abs Twitter Psychic to yeah. see all the thanks fun, for, enjoying, enjoyable stuff. Thanks for playing that, everyone. Yep. It's, uh, it's tenth season coming up next season. Goes by fast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. I don't know. No, uh, no shout out to the Avs who unfollowed a bunch of fans on on the Twitter. Um, I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're up to, but you know we can do it without them too. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Who knows what? I mean, the whole Twitter thing right now is just a mess. Look at what's going on with NPR and Twitter. I mean, come oh, on. I know it's yeah. It's I if if there was another place where it'd be easy to replicate, I'd do it, but mm-hmm. there's not. So we'll just kind of see what happens. Yeah. And um just want to thank all of you for joining us on the show. I mean, this is the sixteenth season of our podcast. When I when I tell people um that we we've been doing this show for sixteen years, like they're like, Wait, what? And yeah, it's still fun and we still do it. And when it's not fun, we won't do it anymore. You remember we're having to explain to people that uh, what's a podcast? What's a podcast? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like the radio on your iPod, and they're like, "Wait, what? How do I get no. that?" Now you lost them further. Yeah, radio on my iPod. Yeah, it's like a radio show. Yeah, yeah. No, people didn't. But I, you know, it was a weird thing. Sup- Some would say it's still weird. <laughs> but- <laughs> it's definitely a lot more mainstream than it used to be. But it was it, having that background that you and I both have of you know, okay, well, there's. Who knows how many people are going to listen? If anybody can listen, we're just going to do it anyways, and yeah. see where it went. I mean, that's that was, that was a good are. time, and it's it's fun Still to be is. able to have it and keep going and uh, see how it's evolved, but also like staying somewhat outside of that. Like, there's so many that are now like it's just an interview show, it's just a business show, it's just the same thing that you hear over and over, um, and it's just a brand thing for so many yeah. people. And for us, this is our focus. And I really, that's one of the things I like about our show that it isn't about uh, selling something else 
you know, or, or getting some, you know, part of a brand. It's just, it's what we do. And I really like it. So shout out you for know, you, to just, you for doing the show. No, shout out for you for doing the show. Shout I out mean, to both we, of we, us. Cause we're just awesome and humble and humble. <laughs> we've, we've had this conversation so many times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, we, we still have fun doing mm-hmm. it and that's why we do it. And there's not a lot of people that, um, put in the effort just cause it's fun. Yeah. Um, we don't do it for money. We don't do it for fame. What do we do it for? Cause it's fun. Who knows? <laughs> I saw you Who shaking knows? your head before I even asked the question. What do we do it for? Yeah. May- maybe the lack of clarity behind that is what makes our shows special. It's such a good time with it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I cannot overstate that. It's so much fun. No, I just, it's, it's shout out to you. Uh, every year I say this, but you help me be a better fan and that's, that's 16 seasons and we're, we're, uh, it's still fun. So we're still yeah. doing it. Yeah. Shout out to Hirsch as well. Hirsch goes Hirsch. along on this ride and hooks us up with stuff that necessarily we don't really ask for, but we so appreciate and it just makes our show better. I'm so proud of what we've created and Hirsch kind of knows us. He knows our brand. He knows where our heart is and he's a perfect addition to, to our team and, um, you know, just makes our show better. Mm-hmm. Hirsch, we appreciate you. Man. Absolutely. Uh, but other than that, that's it. Like, you know, another season in the books mm-hmm. and no matter how it goes next year, you know, all, all things considered, we'll be here and we'll just talk about almost everything Avalanche. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So any last words? Nope. Got for none. This season? Got none. Next yeah. season's going to be, it's going to look different, but this season looked different. Last season looked insane. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like. I'm looking forward to a little bit of hockey downtime to recharge the batteries as well. I, I think that after last season, all the uh, excitement and shenanigans and everything, I think that it's, uh, it, 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 it'll be nice to have a cool down period from this one. Little, little, maybe less to talk about for all the right reasons, and oh yeah, we'll just we'll just see how it goes. But yeah, expect a, a, a preseason preseason show, kind of previewing the year, and we'll just see how free agency goes and who they sign and who retires and who they don't resign and all those things. Absolutely, but uh, yeah, it'll it'll always be fun. So fist bump, sir. Fist bump, bang. Thank you again, mm-hmm. and uh, to all of you, we really appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to our shenanigans and such. But uh, without you, there is no us. And, you know, we're having fun. Hope you are, too. So for James, Tapeleg, Grayley, and I'm Jay Bean, please take care. Go Avs, go. We'll talk to you next time on the Avs Hockey Podcast. See you later. so tired of the stevie's insurance commercials holy crap what what are those stevie stevie's insurance have you not seen the the youtube ads for stevie's insurance no they're freaking ridiculous they just sit (laughs) they sit around they sit around like a sports bar and just like the average conversation of you know man 
I had to pay my premiums the other day. Like, who says <laughs> premiums in a commercial? Yeah. Because, you know, who says premiums in, like, real life, like, Ever. casual conversation? Right. They're like, oh, you should you should go check out Stevie's. Like, Stevie's? That doesn't sound real. And the guy's like, no, it's totally real. I uh, Here's my insurance card. It's, they'll take care of things. So you get a real live human being on the, on the phone every time. Well, I like that. And then they, like, cut to the Stevie's logo and jingle. For real? No. <laughs> That's pretty no, good. I, thank you. I made all that. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have a I have a rule about um about. Oh god, that'd be the lamest commercial. I have I have a rule about making a. If somebody says really, you know, <laughs> you, or like calls me on it, to. I, I fess up. Yeah, no, <laughs> okay. I hate. Right. I've always hated like when people are like, "Really? Oh yeah, totally." No. Blah 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 blah, and then like, "Oh man, I totally got you, dude. I called you on it, and then you lied." Yeah. So no, actually, that's double, not what happened. Double yeah. no. If you call me on it, if if somebody's okay. like, "Is that for real?" I'm like, "No, it's not, not at for all." Real. I totally mean not it. at all. Because also, that's like, I mean, isn't that the thing? Like, you want people to buy it. Right, and so, they bought it enough. Yeah, yeah you bought it. Plus I, you, you bought plus it right to the point where I wanted it, and I am yeah in there. And now I've made the point that I can do this. Yeah. I we I was I was Captain Funny Guy. Now we can end it. Yeah, We're good to go. But yeah, so you don't have to do any more. Like yeah, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Well, that's we very good to go. I, I like it. I, I like how you roll. It's 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 my moral. It's my moral fiber surrounding lying. 